Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Joe's Tango Podcast. This is episode 104, and with me now in person is Joe Powers. Joe Yang. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. Good to have you back. You were... Like last time we had you here was episode 17. That was a lot of episodes ago. Yeah, 104. Congratulations. That's yeah, awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and thanks for being here in Madison. In just a little while, Joe will be doing another live gig with us at uh, Malanga Matinee over at Cafe Coda. So that's going to be a cool, cool time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Joe, just a little while ago while we were having coffee, uh, now that the caffeine is kicking in, I can probably think more straight. You're on the tail end of this tour. You're going back to Portland and after your stop in uh, St. Louis. So we were talking about you know vacations. Are you going to be taking some time off or, are you, or is just your touring life, is that your, as fun as a vacation for you? There's, you know, Joe, there's no rest for musicians, you know. We just keep going. No, um, you know... I, I just love what I what I do so much that I you know I feel like uh, I feel like I'm on a permanent vacation. It's like a you know a workcation. So yeah, I, I'm not I'm just gonna I'm gonna go home for a little bit, but then I'll head out on another another tour. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So just well, first of all, Joe, where the first time you traveled away from home to perform, where, where was that? <laughs> uh, you mean to another country or or you know <laughs> out of town, out of town, ta- away from Portland. Away from Portland. Well, I mean, gosh, that was that was that was a while ago. I mean, my first significant uh, trip anywhere was when I just up and decided to move to Argentina. So, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, before that, I think I, I went. You know, I'd been to Canada, mm-hmm. but as they say, that doesn't count. So, <laughs> thinking back when you when this all first started, uh, did you ever think this would be your life? Just traveling and seeing new places and tango communities. Well, I can tell you it was it was my dream, but uh, yeah, I guess I imagined and hoped that I'd be doing this one day, but uh, but of course I didn't know for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And looking back, how does it feel when you reflect? Like this is your dream, now you're living the dream. What's I like? uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. I, I don't I don't often uh, reflect back like that. Um, I think it's pretty awesome. Like um, I'm. I'm making it happen. It's it's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, like you, it's a lot of fun, but at the same time, it's a lot, a lot of work. It, it is, yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. um, it's kind of never ending, but mm-hmm. uh, but I I enjoy the work, so mm-hmm. and um, I I still enjoy the traveling. So. Mm-hmm. so, other than practicing your music, what what else do you work really hard on? Um. <laughs> Emailing people. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I spend a lot of time uh, emailing and, uh, and, and writing to people on uh, uh, trying to convince them to hire me. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you're listening to this and you want to hire a tango harmonica player, <laughs> you know who to, uh, who to contact. Yeah. Um, but no, I, aside, aside from those things, um, what, do I, what do I spend my time doing? I spend a lot of time studying languages and spending time with friends and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. those are kind of my hobbies, but you know, considering that my biggest hobby is playing harmonica and Mm -hmm. that's also my job. That's, that's kind of what I spend most of my time doing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, I mean, there's just all this behind-the-scenes stuff that we don't really see as, as tango dancers. It's, hey, Joe Powers is coming or whoever's is coming, and then we enjoy it. But then just the lead-up to all of that, all the preparation, uh, that's, there's a lot going on there. That's true. No, uh, yeah, but it's, you know, most of it's pretty dull. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's right. Like, a lot of it is, is You get not... to see the, the, mm-hmm. the fun part, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're right. A lot of it goes into, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the logistics of planning a tour, mm-hmm. um, you know, preparing all of the material that I'm going to be playing yeah. and practicing it, you know. Um, yeah, most people don't realize the hours of work that goes into to being yeah. a musician. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And with that preparation, the, the practicing, besides that, what are some other skill sets that you've had to learn and get really good at in order to become successful as a traveling, touring, full-time musician? <laughs> well, I don't know if I could say really good at, but at least passable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, recently, I've been starting to develop the skill of a film editor. <laughs> nice. I've, uh, I, I've just finished producing uh, my second music video with uh, Stefan El Turquito Koch, who you also had on your show. Yeah, good guy. And so we're going to release that later this year. Um, mm. But that was a really fun process. And it was also really cool to, to see how I could do it all with just my phone. Uh, that it, was, mm-hmm. it was pretty liberating, actually, to know that I can, I can do all of that stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a professional, uh, what would you call it, videographer, videographer filmer? Right. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not a professional film editor, but, but I've managed to, to learn some of the basics. It's been mm-hmm. a fun process. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. That's another thing I want to talk about. Just related to the video editing, so so many artists out there, people say, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that," and they I never get around to it. But you seem to organize your time, and you not only do you maintain your touring schedule, but you actually produce this content. You content, you finish it, you get it out there. So I, again, we were talking um, over lunch or over dinner last night, and how you know, the importance of being organized. So when you started, uh, I guess when things really started picking up for you, I mean, when did you start realizing, yeah, I got to start getting on top of all this stuff? Um, yeah, so it was a long time ago. Uh, I, I became interested in productivity and I just became mm-hmm. a real nerd about that stuff. And um, it's, uh, that's actually one of my hobbies, <laughs> which is <laughs> as, as, uh, as silly as it sounds. Um, I, I really in, strangely enjoy um, being organized. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things that um, kind of one of my mottos um, that has really helped me um, has just been to remember you should always start before you feel ready. Mm-hmm. Because if you wait till you feel ready, you know, you're never, you're never really going to be ready. I mean, mm-hmm. you can prepare and you know you can you can get everything you need you know but you know you're never really ready i think that's that's been one of the biggest things i've learned Mm -hmm. um in all of this uh productivity yeah training yeah absolutely cool (laughs) yeah yeah so when uh were you always an organized person or did you have to learn that skill it it was definitely a skill i had Mm -hmm. to learn yeah actually Mm -hmm. um i got i got really into it i read a lot of books um Mm. I, you know, followed some, some blogs and I even got invited by this one blog that I follow uh, to go to a mastermind that they were hosting and be oh. a part of that and uh, kind of sh- share my experiences uh, with, with them over there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so, 
it's 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 uh yeah it's it's really nerdy joe I won't no yeah, yeah 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 in school were you this organized no not at all no no mm-hmm. back back in back in school i mean i was never like you know horribly disorganized mm-hmm. but um yeah now i'm probably obsessively organized yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny i mean in, in school i think you know you and also other people listening might kind of identify with this is I'm only organized just enough to get the grade to pass. Yeah. And then, you know, now that I've found something that I really enjoy doing, whether it's tango or podcasting or you with music, then, you know, that kind of gets us moving and and forces us to to be organized in in service of the passion. Yeah. I mean, when, when you're, when you have to juggle a lot of balls, you know, there's a lot of stuff to keep in order when, when you're going on a tour, Um, you know, you don't want to end up missing a flight or, (laughs) <laughs> oh God, or yeah. you know or forgetting about a concert or something like that so <laughs> you got to keep everything up and date up yeah. to date you know yeah. i can i can go back and you know i actually keep track of uh everything mm-hmm. i played at every concert mm-hmm. i've done in the past 10 years you know i can That's go great. back and i could see what i played and that way when i come back again the next time mm-hmm. you know i can give a different program i like to change things every time you know yeah. add new repertoire mm-hmm. keep it uh, interesting yeah yeah yeah, so I like what you said about you're starting before you're ready. And uh, and El Turquito, when I interviewed him, he said something really funny. He said, "Yeah, you want to get some, you want to be good at something, you got to start sucking at it first. So that's absolutely yeah. And so of course you you press forward with what you love doing, but there's always that that a nagging voice of doubt that a lot of us have. No matter how successful we become, there's that imposter syndrome, that doubt. How, how did you deal with that? over the years. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I try not to listen to it. You know, I try and as best I can. Sure. We all, we all have that little voice that tells us that we're not good enough, but, mm-hmm. um, when you want something badly enough, you just have to kind of tell that little voice to shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and of course, you know, there, it always, the little voice is always, always comes back, but you, you mm-hmm. I just, you know, try and, Try and block it out. Right. Yeah. And one thing that's, if you think about it rationally, that little voice, it's, it's just an opinion. It doesn't actually tell the future. And then very easily, you know, if you were to think positive, hey, that has just as much credibility. If but, only the little voice would speak to you positively. What's up with that? I know. Yeah, <laughs> there would be no limit to how, how far we could go with yeah. stuff like this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, hard work dealing with doubts. Because, uh, yeah, because no doubt a lot of people out there who are listening, whether they're tango dancers or not, I mean, there are other things in their lives. I mean, if you're trying to get good at dancing, there's already something driving you. But I'm sure there's something else in their lives that, that's driving. And I think kind of hearing you say that uh, really might, hopefully that'll help some people get through some difficult times. So Yeah. Yeah, so Joe, over the years that I've known you, I think the first time we worked, together was what 2011 or something like that wow good memory joe yeah it's it's been a long time something like that yeah yeah but anyway Mm. but yeah you've been a really super easy guy to work with i mean you've you've traveled all over the world had awesome success and you're not a diva which is so wonderful so how do you stay grounded how do you stay down to earth amidst all the success you've had well it's it's not hard because i just think of all the amazing artists out there um, who I feel are just so much better than me, and uh, you know, it's kind of, it's it has a humbling effect. <laughs> you know, I really feel like um, I've got a long way to go, and I'm always learning things, and I'm always um, trying mm. 
new things and trying to develop. And so, mm-hmm. you know, for me, uh, just just looking around at, at what else is is going on in 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 the world, and and um, it it just has a humbling effect. So. Mm. No, it, it it puts things into perspective all i have to do is turn on some recordings of ugo diaz and i'm like whoa <laughs> when will i be able to do that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah so uh, speaking of new stuff and looking up to other musicians and learning things what's something new that you've learned uh since we last spoke it could be anything whether it's something a new trick you learned on the harmonica or something musical that you've noticed anything <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a good question, Joe. God, you're putting me on the spot here. <laughs> Something, anything new that I've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, God, you'd have to ask me a more specific question, I think. Okay, how about a new song? A new song that I've learned? Yeah. So, uh, Turquito and I just finished mm-hmm. recording this video that I told you about, music okay. video, mm-hmm. and we recorded um, El Pollo Ricardo. Oh, nice one. Yes, yes, very beautiful song. Now, was there, now, of course, that's a song that's very familiar to us tango dancers, but you playing that as a, as a harmonica virtuoso, was there anything about this very familiar song that, wow, you didn't notice before or that you appreciate more, perhaps? Um, it's just a great song for dancing. It's, got a, it's, it's very nice and, and, and rhythmic. So, um, and Turquito does a great job on the guitar on that mm-hmm. one. So, and I, I like... Any any tango that has three sections, those are often okay. my favorite. You know, a lot of tangos just have two sections. Ah. Um, and I really like the ones with three sections. The, they introduce some new material. Mm-hmm. Um, and El Pocho Ricardo is one of those. It's got three sections. So, yeah, I, I don't know what it is about those three-section tangos. But, uh, okay. but yeah. Yeah, again, El Turquito, I have not yet met him in person. Would love to someday. Uh, it's great to see you guys collaborating. And you, there's a lot of similarities between the, your, your personalities. You both seem pretty, pretty well organized. And, or, or is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's see. What can I say? <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything slanderous about Turquito on, on your podcast. And okay. He's my good friend. <laughs> no, no. What, what I will say is he's, yeah. he's really on top of things. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a guy who's juggling a lot of Mm-hmm. different balls and and um he's responds really quick to everything i I, mm-hmm. I greatly admire his work ethic too he yeah he never stops yeah yeah like the work ethic and that so i i take it do you feel like the best people to collaborate with just just happen to have a lot of the same values i guess when it comes to work and organization <laughs> this is great i i love your questions <laughs> um and you know you're all, you're all, you're really good at finding the slippery slope questions, the, the dangerous ones. I'm, I'm okay, not trying. To <laughs> I, but, uh, I stumbled upon you know, those. What I can say is, there are people who I work with who are very organized, mm-hmm. and there are other people who are not so organized. Okay, <laughs> and those aren't just the musicians; those right, are right. also the organizers. By exactly. the way, yeah. I'm speaking to a very organized organizer. <laughs> Okay. But there are some organizers who, who you know, you, you, you say to yourself, you know, do they really deserve the title organizer? <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I, I find that uh, the people that I tend to enjoy working with more are the ones who, um, who respond quickly, you mm-hmm. know, the ones who, yeah, who, whether, whether it's a, a yes answer or a no answer, mm-hmm. it's still nice to just have an answer that, yeah. you know. Um, sometimes you're you're waiting to to 
you know, make your, your travel arrangements, you right. know, or you're waiting to buy a plane ticket until you hear back from somebody. Um, and it makes a difference when they get back to you quickly. As far as the artists, though, you know, there, there, mm-hmm. are, uh, there are players that I work with who are amazing musicians. Yeah. But when it comes to organization, they mm-hmm. have no <laughs> ability at all. <laughs> or, um, or, you know, um, it's really hard to get a hold of them, for example. Yeah. You know, and it's hard because I, I you know, maybe I, I, you know, there's someone that I really enjoy working with. But, mm-hmm. but um, you know, if the if the organization uh, difficulties get in the way, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it can some kind of, sometimes kind of turn me off from working on working with them. Yeah. You know, um, whereas when I'm working with someone who is really on top of their stuff, I mean, it, it's just a pleasure to work with them. You yeah. Know? So I guess, you know, the thing is, is when, mm-hmm. when you step out on stage with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. and you appreciate playing with them and, and their musical ability and all of those things, you know, mm-hmm. The, honestly, it doesn't matter how organized you are once you're out on stage with them, you know, because yeah. you're just enjoying the moment. Yeah. Know? But leading up to that moment, there's so much that goes into <laughs> it, you know, yeah. and that that can be frustrating sometimes if you're working with someone who's not quite as organized. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess not going to name any names. No, 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 definitely not. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just, I would love to know what goes on in the heads of, of people who are, again, I, I love a lot of these people who, who are wonderful at what they do, whether it's dancing or music, but when their organizational skills lag, yeah, it can be frustrating. And sometimes, you know, we find ourselves asking, how do you function as a person? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's always important to mm-hmm. keep in mind that we don't know what's going on in their lives. True. You know, they, they could be having, uh, you know, personal problems or they could... Mm-hmm you know, be having, uh, you know, there's all, all kinds yeah, all of kinds things of that, could, that yeah. could make it hard for them to, yeah. to get back to us mm-hmm. quickly. So I always try and keep that in mind. And right. Always try and, and stay patient. And, mm-hmm. you know, there are times when I, I don't have time to write back right away either. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, I've gotten I've gotten into the habit, though, um, when I don't have time, I try to write back and say, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'll be in touch with you soon. You know, e- right. even a short message can make a big difference, yeah. you know, just so someone knows. It's kind of like when you go into a business, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, they're, they're busy, you mm-hmm. know, but they, if, you know, if they don't even talk to you, you're, you're like, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you feel like, you know, you don't feel recognized, but if they just take a moment and they say, oh, I'll be with you in just a second, you know, yeah. it, it makes helps. a big difference, you know. Yeah. Yeah, especially with airlines. It's, you know, I've, I've gotten really angry sometimes when planes are delayed and they don't tell you why. But if they just give you an answer, like the wheels fell off. Oh, okay. <laughs> the wheels fell off. That, that, the wings that, fell off. Yeah, that explains it. Okay, as long as you get an answer. Yeah. Even if the answer is no, but at least. Even they, if they, they just made up the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like when they say, okay, well, here's why the plane is delayed or something. Or, you know, sure. even, yeah, again, even if the answer is no, we can't do this. Well, I think, yeah. you know, we're yeah, both you that. and I are, are, are pretty much, you know, type A personalities. <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately, in, in the arts, you know, there's a yeah. lot of type Bs out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, everybody has their way of doing things. Yeah. And, um, you know, the people manage to still create amazing art, even, even being type B. And, yeah. uh, you know, so you got to just uh, honor the fact that everybody's different and has their mm-hmm. own way of doing things. And, Mm-hmm. You know, 
Just, All right. just enjoy the diversity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so going to St. Louis next and then taking a little break. So uh, what are some new things that you're going to be doing besides the, the video projects, which are, which are really fun? Any other ideas swimming around your head, that, that, unless, unless it's secret? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Top secret. Yeah, well, I, I just recorded a new album actually in, in Spain, and mm. it hasn't been released yet, with, with an Italian pianist in Madrid, Guglielmo Fofani. Okay. Great pianist. Um, I, I wasn't even expecting to, uh, to record an album. Like a couple of days before I was coming, he's like, hey, uh, I, I booked us a studio. Uh, let's record an album. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So we, uh, we went in the studio for a day and we, and we recorded uh, nine tracks. Wow. In one day. In one day. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, so, yeah, I, we still have to finish um, mm -hmm. producing it, but um, it's, uh, yeah, it, we're going to release that one soon. Aside from that, I'm considering uh, recording a new album in, in uh, Buenos Aires next year. So Nice. Uh, but next year is coming quickly, so. <laughs> yeah, it'll be here before you know it. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, I'm always, um, I'm always thinking about uh, new places to tour as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got my eyes set on uh, Turkey, for example. I yeah. really, really want to get over there. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of places I want to get back to as well. So yeah, I'm always, I'm always thinking about those things. Awesome. But yeah, art artistically, yeah, I, I'm always trying to expand my repertoire mm -hmm. and compose as well mm -hmm. um, when I can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm glad you brought up, brought up composition because mm -hmm. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So when you think of writing a new tango song, how do you, how do you start? Yeah. So how how does how does inspiration work? You know, that's a better, more eloquent way of <laughs> of, of putting it. Yes. <laughs> I think um, I think inspiration is it comes in many forms. Mm -hmm. um, whether it comes out of an improvisation, mm -hmm. or whether I'm, uh, you know, I, 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 there's been times when I was dreaming and mm -hmm. a melody came mm -hmm. into my head and I woke up and I was like, I gotta, rec I gotta record that. Oh, you know, nice. um, there have been times when I just sat down at the piano and was fiddling around with some things and I was like, I really like that. Mm -hmm. um, m most often what happens is I get a, a little idea, a little mm -hmm. piece, a little fragment and I, and I just record it. It, I don't know where it comes from. And then what I'll do is I'll, I'll either develop that idea. Um, it'll just start to develop on its own. Or, you know, I'll, I'll piece together more than one idea, mm -hmm. you know. So that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of how it works for me, at least, okay. you know. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, it could be that I, I've thought of some kind of concept. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll work within the, the context of, of the concept. You know, for example, when I wrote uh, La Parti Longa, mm -hmm. yeah. I wanted to do some kind of bluesy milonga. Yeah. Know? So, um, you know, I kept the chords very simple and uh, I, I used my diatonic, the smaller yeah. kind of blues, bluesy harmonica, mm -hmm. um, and playing chords on, on the harmonica. Mm -hmm. um, and the melody just kind of came out of that. So, um, yeah, I think improvisations and or deciding on a concept, uh, deciding on some kind of limitations. Mm -hmm. All of those things are, are ways that I've used to compose. Nice. All right. 
which tango orchestras are you liking these days? Because I know people, you know, they switch, you know, if they listen to tango music and every once in a while they'll like this orchestra for a while, then they'll have another phase of another orchestra. So at this moment, where where are we catching you in terms of orchestras and composers you like? If you haven't heard the Vienna Tango Quintet, uh, they're they're fantastic. Um, uh, My friend uh, Ronan, uh, who actually did a excellent arrangement of uh la partie longa <laughs> it's on youtube he he is an amazing arranger very mm-hmm. talented guy and he has done a lot of interesting arrangements for their group um a lot of uh, yiddish tangos um oh. with singing as well okay he's done a lot of that um so you can find the the vienna tango quintet um online they're they're fantastic nice nice all right. Well, Joe, thank you so much for humoring me and doing this very spontaneous podcast episode. Appreciate yeah, it. Joe. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for the delicious lunch. Yeah, <laughs> this guy can cook. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. So once again, Joe, where can we find out about you online? Sure. Well, if you just type in Tango Harmonica in Google, you'll find me. But uh, you can also go to JoePowers.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly keep that web page up to date <laughs> or you can find me on facebook uh twitter um instagram if you search for joe powers or joe powers music or joe powers harmonica you're, you're gonna find me great, great. Or, if, or if you you know if you say my name uh you know three times really loud i might suddenly appear behind you yeah 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 could happen yeah you never know All right, Joe. So if anybody out there knows of a way to get Joe to Turkey for a performance, you know how to get a hold of him. All right, Joe. Awesome to see you. Looking forward to the show. And uh, yeah, until until next time. Thanks so much, Joe. All right. Take care. All right.